Welcome. You're listening to an Ignite Harvest Ministries podcast with Evangelist Ivana Governor. We pray that this word will inspire, impart, and ignite a passion within you for God and the advancement of His kingdom. We are starting a new series on healing and I'm so excited to share these truths from the Word of God with you so that you can be edified and you can trust God for the healing of your body. I'll be discussing how to have steadfast faith and how to obtain God's promises and receive healing. So the first thing that we're talking about today is steadfast faith and that comes by knowing the will of God. If you turn with me to Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. Jesus says, if you have faith and do not doubt, If you want to have faith for something, you must get rid of doubt. Doubt is basically saying, you know, God, I sort of trust you, but I'm I'm not totally convinced. So how do we actually get rid of doubt? By looking at what the word of God says. Our faith cannot go beyond our knowledge of the word of God. And in this instance, we're specifically looking at the area of healing for our bodies let's actually have a look at what the word of God says regarding healing. So if you turn with me to Matthew chapter 8 verse 17. He took our sickness and removed our disease. He took our sickness and he removed our disease. That is what the word of God says regarding our healing. That he already took it. He's already removed it. And until we know what the word of God says, we really don't have anything to base our faith on. You know, does a sinner get saved before he knows that he needs saving? No, he doesn't. He hears the gospel and then he makes a decision based on that. God cannot save the soul of a man before the man himself knows God's will in that matter. In the same way, you cannot be healed of any ailment before knowing that it's God's will to heal you. My next heading under steadfast faith is the word is seed. Turn with me to Luke chapter 8 verse 11. It says the seed is the word of God and the word is seed. If you're not totally convinced that it's God's will to heal you, it's like you're trying to reap a harvest of healing where there hasn't been any seed, which is the word planted. So if we look at a farmer, for example, it's not possible for him to expect a harvest before he's even planted a seed. It isn't God's will that there be a harvest without the planting of the seed, which is without knowing his will and then acting on it. So the seed, which is the word of God, needs to be planted. It needs to be watered and it needs to be steadfastly trusted. Jesus said, You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Freedom from sickness comes from only knowing the truth. And the reason I'm placing importance on the word of God is because God does nothing without his word. Holy Spirit says he sent his word and it healed them. 
all his work is done in faithfulness to his promises. Therefore, you need to know what the word of God says. Then you can plant the seed in your heart and build your faith. But how do you plant the seed? You need to first know it. Then you must receive it. And then you need to trust it. The seed must remain planted and kept watered before it produces its harvest. And the third heading under steadfast faith is a renewed mind. I'm going to go to a famous portion of scripture, Romans 12 verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good acceptable and perfect will of God. What does this mean? It means that you need to change your worldly thinking into kingdom thinking. You must change your thought processes to what the word of God says. And steadfast faith comes by a renewed mind. And a renewed mind simply means that we're bringing our mind into harmony with the mind of God. So we need to replace our thoughts and our thinking with the word of God. Whenever you think worldly thoughts of death, fear and hopelessness, they must be replaced with kingdom thoughts like with long life he will satisfy me and show me his salvation. By his stripes I am healed. He hasn't given me the spirit of fear and timidity, but power, love and a sound mind. Those are all words of life. Those are all words of life. So we must replace our worldly thinking with kingdom thinking, with the word of God. Now we're going to go through the benefits of Calvary. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his stripes you are healed. He took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. Jesus bearing both our sins and cleansing us from our sins is as part of our gospel as he removed all our sicknesses and diseases. Our attitude towards sin should be the same as our attitude towards sickness. What do I mean by this? If we recognize that we have a sin in our life, we repent, we want to live holy before the Lord. But then why is it when we get a headache or sinuses or if somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, we just say, you know, it's part of life, it's, it's a normal thing that's been happening. Why are we normalizing sickness? When our substitute, Jesus Christ, took it upon himself that we do not have to go through it any longer. Why must we put ourselves through that when it's already been taken away? Our purpose to have our soul healed needs to be as definite as having our body healed. We must look at sickness and sin the same way. We also shouldn't be praying prayers like, you know, God, if it be your will to heal me. No, those are faith destroying words. God doesn't leave any man in uncertainty concerning the gospel. If we turn to Mark 16 verse 15, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. 
the gospel is for all creation and for all the world. This means that salvation and healing is for all. So the kind of prayer that actually brings healing is the prayer that comes after knowing God's will. It's the prayer like, I command a healing to my body in the name of Jesus. Sickness, you do not belong here. And you know what the thing is? That God always fulfills his promises when he can get the right cooperation from us. He will always fulfill it. He's simply waiting for us. Now I'm going to talk to you about receiving your healing. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 to 22. Be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. The word of God cannot be held to our soul before it's heard, received and attended to. And you'll notice here that the word says that it's life only to those that find them. So if you want to receive healing from God, you need to take the time to find the scriptures that promise you these end results. And when the word becomes health to your flesh, that headache will be gone. That pain will be gone. That cancer will be gone. When the word is received and acted on, it produces healing. And I've also seen it happen in my life. God says that when we do as we're told in scripture, his words are made health to all their flesh. Whose flesh? Those who find the word and attend to it. So if we go back to Proverbs 4, God tells us exactly how to attend to his word. He says, let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. Instead of having your eyes on your symptoms and being occupied by them, keep your eyes on the word of God. Look at it continually. And like Abraham, he was strong in faith. And all he did was continually look at the promises of God and nothing else. The only way that a seed can do its work is by being kept in the ground. So the only way that God's word, which is the imperishable seed, can effectually work in us is by being kept in the midst of our heart. And this doesn't mean occasionally, but continuously, which is also the reason that many haven't received healing is because they've, they've failed to find the word and attend to it. Then they became occupied with their symptoms and then they forgot about his promises and therefore did not receive their healing. And now I want to take a look at fathers. And I really believe that there's something so simple but vital that we can learn from them. When the farmer puts his seed into the ground, he doesn't dig it up every day to see how it's doing. He plants it and he says, I'm glad that's settled and he leaves it. And he believes that after he's planted it, that it has begun its work. So why not have the same type of faith in the imperishable seed, which is the word of God? Once we've planted the word in the midst of our hearts, we must believe that it has already begun its work before we can even see the results. If the farmer, without any definite promise, can have faith in nature, why can't we as the children of God have faith in the God of nature? 
The psalmist said, for your word has given me life. Paul tells us that it is the word that effectually works in us. And when we begin to receive and attend to it, it works mightily. Now, how do we obtain the promises of God? Let's look at three essential things that we can take from Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 22. The first thing is, we must have an attentive ear. And the portion of scripture is, incline your ear to my sayings. The second thing is, we must have a steadfast look. The portion of scripture is, let them not escape from your sight. And the last thing is, we must have an enshrining heart. The portion of scripture there is, keep them within your heart. When your eyes are upon your symptoms and your mind is occupied with that more than the word of God, then you've got the wrong kind of seed in your heart. You're expecting a harvest of healing, but you've put in seeds of doubt and fear. It's not possible to raise one kind of crop with another kind of seed. Your symptoms may point you to death, but the word of God points you to life. You have to make a decision about which direction you are going to look in because it's not possible to look in both directions at the same time. You either choose death or you choose life. And in conclusion, what kind of seed do you have in the ground? What kind of seed do you have in your heart? Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. That is, look steadfastly and continuously only at God's promises. And between the time that we commit to God, the healing of our bodies, and then the completion of our healing, we must stay focused on the word of God. And after you've planted your seed, you must believe that it's growing before you can even see the growth. This is the kind of faith the Bible talks about, the evidence of things not seen. And in Christ, we have the perfect evidence for faith. So look only, only, only at his promises and my family, the last thing I want to say to you, do not doubt your faith, but doubt your doubts, for they are unreliable. If you desire to see the nations of the earth transformed by the power of the life-changing gospel, become a partner with this ministry. For more information, go to our website, igniteharvest.com.